Hello, podcasters. This is Beatrice Oti, uh, your go-to Canada consultant, gospel artist, content creator, and cold caller. So, um, first things first, I will need you to follow this page, C-I-W-S-R-C, so that Canada, India, water, um, Santa, <laughs> and Charlie, C-I-W-S-R-C, C-I-W-S-R-C. I missed the R. So that's Charlie, India, Water, Sam, Romeo, Charlie. Okay? C-I-W-S-R-C dot C-A. And who, who are these people? They are your go-to consultancy firm. Uh, they help ensure you have a smooth transition from your home country to Canada. They are affordable. They have a good refund policy. Trust me, there is no consultant that have any refund policy at this moment. But these consultants do have a refund policy. And they um, are also RCIC licensed. Like they are RCIC certified now. It's a regulated. RCIC means regulated Canadian um, immigration um, consultant. Regulated Canadian immigration consultant. It's a system that was created by the Canadian government in order to track consultants that are well regulated so they had the, the chance of them approving your visa especially if it's applied by via a consultancy is higher than if you apply by yourself or you apply using a consultancy that is not regulated that is not um like so our firm ciwsrc the canadian government they are very they are cognizant they know they know us by name they know us by number they know we, they are knowledgeable for our service right they know us to the core and we are accountable to them so which means we can't just misbehave we can't just take your money and run away we can't just because they, we are regulated right so they can take us by the truth technically i'm just trying to be plain i want you guys to take advantage of their service because in a decade or a year from now, the the, the, the prices is going to sky, skyrocket. It's going to shoot up. So if you have the advantage of using or utilizing CIWSRC, this is the best time to do it. I tell people that are applying to Canada at this time, but you're so lucky. Because at the time I applied, there were no such thing as... I did not even know there was anything called RCIC. Right? So please, please, please follow them off there on Facebook. You can go on Google, type out CIWSRC and bookmark that page. Now, I will be talking about preparing for life in Canada, a guide to adapting to the Canadian culture, finding housing, and navigating the job market. It's a wonderful and interesting topic. I have lived a decade, which is 10 years of my life in Canada, and trust me, it's not an easy process. I've always been buttressing how to stay, how to live, how to plan. But this one, this one, you need to listen to it. And actually, we actually... Um, aired a webinar on ciwsrc website today at 9 a.m eastern standard time for those people there was like sort of like buffering and there was a sort of internet interruption here and there but we'll be doing that again tomorrow just to ensure that all our listeners do get in touch with it and all our all our listeners um do get the tips and tricks because it's extremely important so um there are four headlines there are four tips i'll be talking about so your personal life as a student how to skill networking housing and work now as a student who lived in canada for 10 years of my life one of my biggest challenges was information i did not have the accurate information and i waited for so long until i needed a service before i even spoke or seek for help if there is one thing you need to do as a student start learning what you need to learn now start putting everything in, in planning right now that way when you get to the point or when you get to where you're going 
it's crystal clear for you you have so much clarity trust me clarity is winning clarity would help you so much i don't know how to explain this again in english but you need to be well clarified with where you're going so for your personal life number one thing you need to respect the canadian culture in canada they speak two languages they speak english and they speak french they are pretty honest people they are pretty polite um they enjoy it when you uh, are able to you know blend uh, with the system it's right driven i'm gonna say it again canada is right driven they go by the law they go by rights so you need to know your rights if you don't know your rights there is a high tendency you'll be abused right when you're driving a vehicle so if you're going to purchase a vehicle please have a solid understanding don't purchase a vehicle because you want to show off or because you want to catch up with the joneses trust me it's not worth it getting into a loan it's really not worth it don't do it okay now um Another thing I would advise is connection, networking. Before you even dream of moving to Canada, we do have um, airport pickup. We have services, student help services that would help you for the first two to three months while you come to Canada until you're well acquainted in the environment and until you experience with the rules and regulation. Please patronize our service. I don't want to keep saying this because if I keep saying it, it's like, oh, I'm begging you guys. It's for your own advantage. It's for your own advantage. The resources that you guys have if i had it i'm sure i would spend just four years of my life in canada and get what i need to get so you guys are having this for free and everything is on our website the resources the tips the tricks the techniques they all are on our website for free you can get some of the ebooks for free but if you want to attempt a paid consultation feel free to shoot us a dm or send us a message on our facebook messenger and we'll go ahead and respond as soon as possible so you want to network, you want to know people even before you go to Canada, that's, it's going to help you. People who have family members in Canada, be grateful for it. But for those who don't have family members like me, you should create that networking. There is so many social media platforms, and there's so many groups you can, Nigerians, be open. You don't have to just structure yourself into religious groups and just the church. It doesn't have to be just the church. There is Indian communities, there's so many communities. Chinese communities, uh, French-speaking communities, embrace it. You need to grow. You need to get out of yourself. It's not all about you. Okay? And when you get into Canada, you still have to network. So because you've met people before you came to Canada, doesn't mean when you come to Canada, you won't meet more people. I have a friend. She's a Canadian. Her name is Emily. I can call her like if I'm dying right now. I can just call her. If I'm even sleeping, I can call her. She'll pick up my call because I've built trust. Right? She loves me. She understands me. And she's Caucasian. Right? So she knows, okay, this is Beatrice. Although sometimes she tolerates some of my, you know, my bad bad side. But trust me, you need to network. You need to know people. And the advantage of networking is it positions you for opportunities. Because you don't know where your opportunity will come from. I always tell my student, please volunteer. If there is anything I would advise you to do when you go to Canada, volunteer your service, volunteer your skill. Because when you're volunteering, you're giving back to the community and at the same time, you're polishing your skill. Trust me, my speaking skill increased while I started volunteering at um, Leave the Park Behind. And after volunteering for Leave the Park Behind, I actually got hired in the University of Windsor. Isn't that a miracle? I got hired by the university. I was paid quite a lot of ton of money 
I'm grateful for that. But if I did not volunteer my service, they wouldn't have found me. So you need to volunteer. You need to give your time. Don't be stingy with your time. And actually, there are financial services in university that actually reward students who actually give back their time in form of like a bursary. But you also have to do it academically. So I'm not saying you should volunteer and not excel in school. You have to excel. You have to have a resolute balance there. So, um, yeah, one other big thing I always um, inform students as well. The moment you set your feet in Canada and you've been able to find your campus, number one, number one big thing, go look for the International Student Center. The good, the advantage of the International Student Center is they help you keep track of when your study permit expires, when your visa expires, when your international passport expires, and all that needs to be renewed six months before its expiration. That way you have tons of time and you're not deported or sent back to your home country. You don't want to come to Canada and then waste so much time and then start all over from scratch. Well, it's up to you. Now, moving on to work. So Canada has a system now whereby you can work for the economy um, and there is no stake attached to it, like there is no limited amount of time. In the past, when I actually started um, studying in Canada, they had to make us pay to get our social insurance number. Grateful to God, they took that option off. So if you have a study permit, you can also work, although they would indicate it. So make sure you read your study permit. There are some study permits where they're actually going to say, no, you, you shouldn't work. So just make sure you cross-check that because your employer looks at that as well. Um, and yeah, so right now there is no limit. I have a friend, I won't mention his name. He went all the way to Alberta, worked for five months of his life because his parents could no longer afford his tuition due to personal reasons. And he was able to um, allocate that fund that he used to pay his tuition. And remember, for international students, you're paying $10,000 to $20,000. So here we go again. You need to network, right? You need to have the right connection. There are actually financial and bursary and scholarships available. But if you don't know, you don't know. So you need to be well positioned in order for you to get that. So you can work in Canada for as long as you want, be it full time, fall semester or winter semester. Just make sure you focus on your study because that's the reason why you're actually in Canada. Lastly, we'll be talking about housing. A lot of people come to Canada and they have this mentality that they usually have back home here. Oh, you can stay with your auntie or you can stay with a cousin. Trust me, the life, the quality of life in Canada, I would not even advise you to squat with someone. It's best you just have your own home. Except maybe they are your sister, your brother, you guys want to share accommodation or a friend. And there is a proper understanding between both of you, right? Even in the in the um, residence you'll be living in. Both of you have to have your own separate sublets. You have to have your own separate sublet as agreed upon by the landlord. Now, one thing you need to know, the lease, the first and the last month's rent is paid up front. A lot of people don't know this. And then after paying up front, then you start paying by the month. Okay? So let's say my rent is $500. If I am to um, say I'm going to leave in a year, I have to pay December and January rent in January. Yes and you have to read the lease there are some properties where pets are allowed some people don't like pets some people don't like keeping snakes there was one property i lived in the lady keeps i couldn't stay but it was actually listed under lease. so please read your lease <laughs> i know it sounds funny but please read your lease please 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 there are some residents male and female can live there yes they can be domiciled there there are some residents smoking is allowed so people can smoke pots marijuana i'm not being judgmental don't get me wrong 
but i'm saying is if these things affect you if this this is gonna affect your concentration because you paid so much money for your studies you don't want to go to canada and you're not studying because that's why you're there i fell into that trap yeah i got caught up with so many activities and i forgot my intention i forgot the reason why i was in canada and the reason i was in canada was to study not to go and start making so many friends nigerians sometimes we come we come fall out of balance excuse me the intent the intention is to go there and study some people go there and then they, they fall into bad gangs make so many friends and forget why they are in canada altogether so you want to know why you're there and you want to have a proper balance okay so um that would be it for a nutshell so we talked about personal life we talked about networking we talked about housing we talked about work i would need you to subscribe to my youtube channel at beatriceot.com uh Additionally, I would need you to follow CIWSRC on Facebook and I want you to bookmark their page because they have free tips, resources for you. Oh, one more thing. Some people don't know the CDs in Canada. Please, before you even dive into any province, know the CDs. Please, 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 please. I'll tell you guys the story. <laughs> when I came to Canada, I was just it was as though someone just picked me up from uh, my home country, dumped me in Canada like someone dumping someone in the garbage bin, and I just did not know what to do. <laughs> so um, I bought this bus by Greyhound. Greyhound is a transportation system that has been legit- like hmm, that has been <laughs> um, legislated by the Canadian government, and they are more of like a public transport service. All you have to do is you book your flights and ticket, and you just have to show them um, the, the the book ticket, and then they allow you to board in. And this driver dropped me in London, Ontario, instead of Windsor, Ontario. And I had removed my bag and baggages out of the vehicle. And upon using the restroom, a lady just walked out and said, This is not Windsor, Ontario, dear. Lovely. This is London, Ontario. Guess what? I started running on my feet to catch the bus. And that was my first day in Canada. How horrifying is that? Now, this is the reason why you, a lot of people be like, Oh, that can't happen to me. Trust me. If you don't have information, <laughs> You would suffer and you would regret. And you may even end up going back to your home country. There are a lot of people they come to Canada and be like, I can't stay here. And they go back. Why? They're not prepared. And there's so many things that life throws at them that they, they, they never expected. Some people are squatting in their one bedroom. They didn't plan that they would live live that way. Right? Most universities have dormitory and residence, but it's ridiculously expensive. You're paying ten thousand for tuition in addition to another five thousand or six thousand for university residents. Who does that? That five thousand can actually cover your one year rent if you're going to live in a low income home. So it's up to you, but go ahead and follow me on our social media platform. We're here to prepare you that way you succeed and have a smooth transition. Thank you again. This is Beatrice Soti. Have yourself a great day. Bye now.